You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Carrie Johnson, and Carrie told the story of when she experienced incontinence as a young gymnast. This week, I called Mary Santora in Cleveland, and she told me about a wild night of drinking that ended with her going to the bathroom somewhere that wasn't a bathroom. Here's Mary Santora. story um my one of my best friends from college we uh he moved down south we don't see each other as much as we normally would but we stayed in really good contact like we call each other like once a week and um probably saw each other once every few years since college ended um but I went to his wedding in down in Georgia and then like a couple months later he was like hey I'm gonna be up in the Cleveland area we should go out and I was like oh this is great I haven't seen him in a few months it's gonna be awesome so he came up and was visiting, and so we did, like, the bar hopping thing, where I live in an area of Cleveland that has, uh, is very walkable, and so you can just kind of just bounce around from bar to bar to bar, and so we're doing that, and we're just kind of catching up, and he's talking about Mary Life, you know, and, uh, doing shots, we're just getting, getting real drunk, and, um, there's, like, a late-night taco spot on the walk from the last bar we were at to my apartment, and so we stopped there, and we're just drunk and eating on the, on the, on the sidewalk, and, you know, just having a really good time. Everything's awesome. Wait, when so was we this? Get, How long ago was this? How long ago was this in your life? This was 2018, I think. 15? What did you say? 18. Oh, so wait, two I'll years ago. You cut up. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. This was the last summer that, because I quit drinking in March of 2019. So this was oh. the last summer that I was drinking. Okay. And, yeah, and that was honestly probably, this This was like the the worst summer for me where I was just going <laughs> off the rails and this is one of those nights too for sure we're just you're just on a mission to get fucked up you know what um, I mean where it's yeah. just like we're gonna do as many shots until I either pass out or my card gets declined like that's uh the way we were drinking and um so we we get back to my apartment and um we're just watching, I think, just whatever, Netflix or something stupid and um the dude starts to like make a move on me and I was like, what the hell is happening? Because we have been friends forever. In college, we had like a, like a flirty relationship is how it started. We never hooked up or anything like that. But we would like sleep over each other's house. And like we would never, again, never hook up. We would never make out. But we would like sleep in the same bed and stuff like that. And so he like is trying to make a movement. And I was super, super drunk. But I knew that I was pissed. I was like, dude, your wife. Like, what are you doing? Like, I was just Ooh. at your wedding a couple months ago. Right. And so I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm super wasted. So I'm like trying to make sense of everything that's going on. And um, he was leaving the next morning to go to to fly back home. So he had to be at the airport in a couple hours. And so my drunk mind was like, screw this. I'm taking you to the airport now. <laughs> um, so it was like 2.30, probably 3 in the morning. And um, I'm wasted. And he's drunk and we're fighting and screaming at each other. And I was like, we're just going, we're going to the airport, we're going to the airport. And so, like, I went to go take him to the airport. But uh, because I was drunk and driving, I pulled my car into the rental car return area. Um, So I don't know if you've ever returned a rental car to the airport, but they have those spikes. Oh, no. So once, yeah, so once you pull your car in, you cannot pull your car out. Um, but I don't know what I'm doing. And I just pulled up to whatever looked like a random entrance to the airport and like kicked him out of my car. And I was super pissed and super drunk. Right. 
Um, and when I went to go leave, I realized what I had done, but it was like three thirty, four in the morning. And I'm like, nobody's working here yet. <laughs> so now I, I can't call the cops because I'm wasted. I can't be driving my car. So I'm like stuck in this. It was like an outdoor lot. It wasn't even like a parking structure or anything like that. It was like an outdoor lot where you return the rental cars. And so I'm like stuck here. And I was like, well, I guess I'll just go to sleep for a little while until the morning shift comes in. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know how airports work. <laughs> so I slept in the back of my car for a few hours, but this was summertime. So probably around like 6.30 or 7 in the morning, it was so hot in my car oh, that I woke up. <laughs> I woke make, up in my car completely right naked. <laughs> no. all of my clothes <laughs> off because so, it was so hot. So I woke up in the backseat of my car completely naked and um, sweating. And I had that, you know, next thing still hung, not hung over yet, you know? Ooh. I was in that state, and I had to shit so bad. But I was <laughs> like, what? I can't leave. My car is still in this parking lot. I, I, there's nowhere for me to go. So fully nude, I just opened no. the car door and <laughs> squatted outside of the car door and took oh. a shit in the middle of this parking lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> on the other side of me but I was like I'm so fucked like if anybody comes and sees me and this is like a late night taco spot drinking Ooh. all night just horrible person sleeping <laughs> in a car type of shit like this is a vagrant shit it was not good <laughs> and I'm naked I'm fully nude because it didn't dawn on me to put my clothes on before I stepped out into society so I um I do that and I have obviously I have napkins in my in my car so I wipe with some napkins and then I get into my car and I like take a minute to just assess what my life was for a minute and I was like my best friend just hit on me I was so pissed I drove him to the airport like I'm just recapping everything and I'm like what events led me to shitting in a parking lot this morning <laughs> you know what I mean and so finally I'm sitting there and I'm looking around and I see somebody walking out of like the little booth and so like I put my clothes on real quick and off the way over and was like trying to explain to them the situation of what happened how like I dropped my friend off but I was in the wrong area and I couldn't get out and, mm -hmm. yada, yada. and I'm clearly drunk and slurring my words I look like a hot mess I'm sweaty and my makeup's everywhere from the night before oh. and the lady like didn't even I remember she didn't even say like a word to me she didn't put the thing down and, and lifted the gate and was like get the hell out of here <laughs> so I was able to like drive home and be safe and everything but that was um that's probably the grossest thing I've ever done. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, number one, I like to imagine... <laughs> I like to imagine you going up to the, like, parking attendant and being like, oh, am I driving in the wrong area? And also, I think, like, a wild animal took a big shit on the parking lot. <laughs> <line. laughs> Dude, I didn't know if I should mention it or not because I wasn't sure if she knew where I was parked. Because I'm like, if she saw my car parked here... And at the time, so get this, at the time, my car, I can't believe I left this out, at the time, my car was a, just a trash, it was a two-tone Kia, the front end was black, because I was a massive alcoholic, and it crashed it a bunch. Oh, God. So, the front end was black, the rest of the car was gold, and there was a huge dent down the side of it, too. So, oh, okay. like, that's the car. That they clearly were like, this is not a rental car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this car does not belong in this lot. <laughs> this, is, this is absolutely not what should be happening right now. 
But I did, because I was like, I have a very recognizable car. Like, if she saw my car, she's going to know that's my shit. And then in my, like, drunk brain, I'm still going over. I'm like, oh, my God, if they DNA test it, like, then they'll know it's mine. <laughs> and they'll be like able a swab of your diarrhea. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next question is, did you and your friend, like, ever work at, like, patch things up? So I asked him, I was like, dude, what the hell was that about? Because I was like, at any point in our friendship, before you got married, you we could have been a thing. Like, this could have happened so many times in the last 10 years, and it never did. And he apologized and was like, I don't know, I think I just was having, like, a weird post-marriage thing and that like saying that like he felt trapped and but he had been with his 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 wife for like ever so I don't know I asked a couple friends of mine about that and they said that that's like a common thing like right after you get married you get a little not antsy like scared almost when you're like yeah oh shit it's one person and people like if they're gonna cheat it's most likely gonna happen soon after I don't know how true that is but it was weird because we would talk like on the phone like once a week and it was weird we we have not had the same relationship since that happened like we probably talk maybe a couple times a year now and it's weird it's very surface level you know Hmm. it's a bummer but i'm like what the hell are you doing you know so hot in my house I'm like dying I'm roasting this is I'm uh-huh. so I don't I feel like a I feel like a cold weather dog or something where like somebody drags you to Miami and you're like this right. isn't this is unnatural and wrong who did this <laughs> like right too hot um, I, I'm and I'm such a I'm such a bitch about being hot too like I remember in college I was like <laughs> with, I was like I don't know I was maybe like a sophomore in college and we were like walking somewhere with my like kind of newish friends and I couldn't stop being like I'm hot. I'm so hot. And one of them turned around and we're like, she was like, we know you're hot. <laughs> because it's like, what do you want us to do? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what can I do for and you? And I was like, oh, I guess I just, mm, I guess it just made me feel better to uh, <laughs> complain all the time. So. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Anyways. Okay. So at our live show, we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories. And these are some of those stories. And so here I go. And I picked some Ohio ones for you. Um, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. They're on, they're on, well, wait, actually, maybe I just picked one Ohio one. I can't remember. It's okay. Um, okay. One morning after staying in a hostel overnight with a friend, we woke up to discover that my friend had gotten her period in the middle of the night and bled through. And then there's a checklist of things she bled through. Uh, <laughs> Her underwear, her pajama bottoms, the sheets, the mattress cover, and onto the mattress. It was a bloody mess, to say the least. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a thick flow. That's what I was just like. That is heavy. Oh, Oh my goodness. I feel bad for people like that. Like, I feel like if my flow were that heavy, I would track that shit to the minute. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm not, there will be no mistakes. I know. I always, I always had a pretty medium one, but. Yeah, it would be, I mean, it would change the way you live your life if you, if that much blood 100%, is coming yeah. out of you all the time. That's like, uh, I have found out somewhere recently, you can put in two tampons at once. <gasps> you I feel like that? that's not safe. I don't know, that's a, somebody that was doing the podcast said it, and but she just said it like, oh, you know, when you put two in, and I was like, what? <laughs> I've never heard of that in my entire life, because that's what causes toxic shock syndrome. 
and like you can get a really bad yeast. Well, I guess that's if you leave one in and yeah. forget and put it in another one. Or Maybe, if you go to the Wisconsin. If you does. know they're both in there, it's different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense they would fit, but I've never tried. Yeah, I've never, I've never done that. I think one time on accident. Oh yeah. I definitely. had sex with a tampon in because mm-hmm. I was drunk and forgot. And then the next day, I put in another one. When I went to go take that one out, I was like, "What the hell?" And there was like two strings. <laughs> but that, I mean, I've never done that on purpose. <laughs> the- the cats are, the cats are yelling at each other. Um, they're always they're always doing something to steal the spotlight. Um, okay, okay. Here's the, here is the next one. Okay, it says, first of all, twenty-two year old roommate. This one is kind of written in like prose as well. Um, okay, first of all, twenty-two year old roommate. I'm thirty-four. Okay. Girl got super wasted with her girlfriend at Pride, obviously. Uh, She had come home and was in the bathroom for what seemed like way too long for anything okay. (laughs) I was getting concerned and checked in with her girlfriend, who just shrugged. I knocked on the door and heard a groan. Time to open the door, and it was locked. I I yelled that I had to pee to show urgency i didn't have to pee she came out grinned at me and went into her room i entered the bathroom and was greeted by a ton of puke on the floor and in my rugs i have dogs that i love so i couldn't leave it i cleaned it up found her earring cleaned her earring and set it on the counter because i'm the best you're welcome amanda oh my god i would not do that for a room i mean i guess if you're friends but i would be so pissed oh yeah I, um, all over your stuff and that's yours that's my rug and shower curtain and stuff no you're buying me a new one yeah the rug is the my in college my roommate puked on one of my rugs and uh then she like she put it outside to like she like washed it and put it outside to dry and then it just disappeared and we never saw it again <laughs> <laughs> someone stole your puke rug <laughs> i'm assuming i'm assuming it became sentient and like crawled away <laughs> Yeah, right. Her, what, Reanimated what, life like Frankenstein yeah, or whatever. whatever her fucked up puke was. like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I also... Oh, that just reminded me of another puke. When my, like, freshman year of college, I my, my roommate's, like, best friend from high school came to visit and got... And this was, like, I don't know, maybe, like, three weeks into college. She got so fucked up that, like, she turned... You know when, like, their skin is not the right color anymore? Yeah, yeah, like, bluish almost. It was, yeah, so that happened. That's alcohol poisoning, man. Yeah, we, I mean, she, we had, we called, we called 911, uh, <laughs> but she, like, puked on my grandma's rug, one of those, like, oriental rugs, you know, and then. Yes. So we, like, rolled it up and put it in the hall to, like, take care of later, and then I went to look for it, and it was fucking gone again, and then I <gasps> had to go. <laughs> I had to go, like, I had to go, like, talk to people, and I was like, do you know where this, and then I, um, I, like, followed the trail to, like, the, like, um, custodian's, like, lounge, and they just had it, they, like, spread it out on the floor, they thought somebody was throwing it away. Oh, they just took it, like, this was yeah. a nice rock. Yeah, yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> They're sprucing yeah, up Yeah, it's my grandma's, office. I need it back. Did you clean the puke off of it? Because that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we, it, we cleaned it. It was it was a watery puke, so it wasn't that bad because she'd already puked oh, everything up at that point. <clears throat> um, classic, classic college. Yeah, right. When you go to a party school, every time your friends visit you, they die. It's 
Where did you go to school? I went to UW Madison. Oh, okay. So yeah. yeah, people would like show up for Halloween and like ruin their life. It was that was how OU, Ohio University, was. Their yeah. Halloween was like it was like five straight days of just at you, any house party was open. Like you, as long as you had a costume, even if you didn't, like you could just walk into people's homes yeah. and drink wherever you wanted to. There's just people passed out in yards, and it was just a mess. Ugh, yeah, that's it's gross. Um. <laughs> Okay, I have one more story. Yeah. Okay, one time I went to this guy's house when I was 16, and we ended up doing anal, which is a bold move at 16, but... Oh my god, yeah. I, I haven't done it, and I'm 28. That... I'm a little nervous about the back door. Um, okay, anyways. Uh, he was an asshole, and afterwards he asked for a blowjob. I got <gasps> down... Yeah, rude, rude, rude. Teenagers are assholes um i got down face to face with his dick and i was so grossed out and coming down off morphine i threw up all over him shrugged and left i guess none of these none of these are about ohio i don't know your fault like yeah goodbye (laughs) that's honestly what yeah what's swift justice why was she on morphine I don't, there's a lot of unexplained, uh, <laughs> we're still, I, feel like, I feel like that's not an easy drug to get. No, I like, know. Oh, my edible was wearing off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, As a 16-year-old, I, there's, yeah. yeah, we're kind of left with more questions than answers on this one, but, uh. <laughs> Damn. And at 16, you don't know any better. But not, I mean, you got to assume that something comes out of your butt, you don't want to put it in your mouth. But, like, we're like, is this normal? Or probably watched a porn or something? Oh, my God. Men are disgusting. They're <laughs> gross from the get-go. From the oh, oh, they're the worst right at the beginning, I think, too. They, yeah, that's true. They get Sometimes they get a little better as they go along, but... <laughs> Our live story comes from Carrie Johnson. Carrie is a Chicago comic, and this was recorded in December of 2019. Here's Carrie Johnson. We sold our words for property. Who's your host? Hell yeah! yeah. Normally, I talk about my asshole a lot more than talking about peeing and gymnastics, which is what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, I feel like as a millennial, I've just been kind of swept by the tides because you know, like everyone does anal. It's kind of just like which phase of the moon do you eat ass to, right? You, you. Uh, I used to be a gymnast. Uh, gymnastics is a really fucked up sport. Uh, I mean, just anything where you have three-year-olds competing is usually kind of fucked up. I mean, check the labels on your clothes. Um, it's terrible. Uh, and it's not a sport where you're, consider- you're encouraged to eat. And in my case, given my body type, my height, even do gymnastics at all. At 5'5", five, five, I was considered too tall, and at 150 pounds, I was considered obese. Um, and it's just like a really shitty culture if you're a young pre-boobescent lady. Uh, pre-boobescent. Pre-boobescent. That works too, right? Um, also, my coaches are from Russia, so everything that they said just sounded way more intense and fucked up. Like, they would say things like, Don't drink water, you'll get bloated! Or like, only salad for you. And I'm sure that all gymnastics coaches that like said messed up things were just like coming out of their like Cold War mouths and sounded a lot worse. 
and a lot scarier. We would have four-hour workouts and not take a break. We would do eight-hour workouts in the summer, take 30 minutes off and go eat, and they would all hover around us and watch everything we were eating. So I'm sure they're all really well-adjusted adults right now. Um, I was a marvel to everybody in gymnastics, just like given my height and weight. Like they would talk to me like, wow, she's so brave. Look at her, she's still doing it. Like Sarah McLaughlin would be singing in the background as I would be on the balance beam doing a scale with my ass cheek quivering like a nervous upper lip. Like I'm still going. And I did love it. I My favorite thing to remember about gymnastics is how weak my pelvic floor was. Uh, a lot of women in sports experience stress incontinence, which is basically excessive downward pressure on your bladder, and because I was like 50 pounds heavier than most people, there was a lot of carry coming down on my bladder all the time. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you didn't do a sport, have, like, women, have you ever like sneezed and just like your urethra is just like, whoa, whoa, who am I? And just like reads a Tolstoy book, comes back, and like by then at least a shot of pee has come out. Um, that's about what that was. So uh, I like to call this a, a snee, a lot of women snee. Um, uh, well, I also snap sometimes and snoop. Um, anyway, I like, yeah, a lot of, a lot of people talk about their vaginas, which is awesome. I'm going to just talk about my urethra. My urethra was just like this flat tire of any air came out at every turn. Um, it was terrible. And like, just like, you know, when you see YouTube videos of gymnasts do it being really cute and just like dancing, like, bim, 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 bim. just like, imagine that, but I was just like secretly holding in my really like droopy postnatal urethra and trying to and I would go to practice every day and pretend that I had a period every day so that I could go to the bathroom every 30 minutes to pee out, not realizing that that's not how periods work, but I would still do it because I didn't have a choice. Also, they didn't let us drink water, so that didn't really make sense to them. But it didn't even matter if I had peed and then practiced. I would still just leak all the time, it didn't matter. Like, just humidity in the air via osmosis could have made its way down, I could have swallowed my own spit, I would still just Georgia O'Queef everywhere, all the time. It was terrible, like, and so I was 12, and what did you do when you were 12? You would go to Ask Jeeves and like try to find out what to do, and the only thing that came up was just like, postnatal incontinence support groups and Kegels and kegels never worked for me and it, even like it's not really a fun muscle to strengthen because it's like not something you can be like bam look at this like it's not something you can be proud of like it's not like i could just go to la fitness and just be like look at my really strong vagina Ugh, you know like i feel like the idea of a strong vagina though it's like a pretty awesome but also slightly unsettling concept <laughs> just like an overhydrated cabbage with a cat's tongue sticking out of the bottom <laughs> What's up? Um, for some people, it's leg day and arm day, but every day had to be vagina day for me. Um, and I would do flips and stuff, and like a rainbow of pee would come out sometimes. <laughs> and if the sun came in at the right time and actually
actual rainbow would appear. <laughs> but no pot of gold emerged from these rainbows. It was just a sad 12-year-old girl with pea-stained shorts. And I would just have to John Wayne my way over to the bathroom every time this happened. And Kegel exercises don't work when you're a kid. I like didn't know how to ask questions about my vagina. I thought maybe I didn't even have a vagina. Did anyone ever have that moment? I was like, I don't think it's there. <laughs> I don't know, I looked, I don't see it. Um, and also just like all the uncomfortable conversations you already have with your mom too, of just like, I don't know, I remember asking her, I was like, when do I need a bra? today <laughs> just really wanting to have, need one and she's just like well you know what and you, you just start to feel a little bit of a jiggle and then you'll need it and it was just like hearing the words jiggle come out of my mom's like mouth in reference to my like budding tatas was perhaps the most uncomfortable thing i've ever heard um but basically, I didn't do anything about this except like just use excessive amounts of toilet paper, pads, tampons. I didn't realize where the real faucet was coming from, so the tampons never actually worked for me. Um, my vagina kind of looked like it had like a gravity to it because there was so much going on. It was like a Spirit Airlines flight with way too many passengers. Um, I don't know if you've seen 13 going on 30, but usually 12-year-olds stuff their bras and not their crotches. Not this bitch. Um, I got a lot of rashes. Um, I'd have to wash everything every time I went home. And the worst time for this was in competition um, because we had to wear velvet leotards and that was it. And at least in practice, I could kind of hold everything in with the shorts, you know? And it looked sort of, I could kind of be like this and sort of like hide it. But with a leotard, it's just like the final frontier is just like right here, you know, like that's it. And <laughs> I had to use all my best supplies basically at this time. There's one competition though. I was on the floor doing all my cute moves. My like floor music was Lady Gaga's Alejandro. So I just like, I'm not your babe. Like I loved it. I was just like this sassy, like aspiring burlesque dancer. Just like, I loved it. Felt really good dancing that song. Um, but I was feeling particularly Uranus this competition. And I didn't have time to swap out new toilet paper. Uh, which I normally would do because if you don't do that and you pee, uh, it gets smaller if you've ever used toilet paper and then it would have had the greater capacity to exit my leotard. And so at this point, it's been a few hours, haven't swapped it out. Normally I would have swapped it out every 30 minutes or so. <laughs> so at this point, it's just like completely well endowed with every fluid in my body. I'm about to compete on the floor, about to do my cute dance, really excited, really worried about it because there's just like a little bullet like hanging out like it's just barely coming out but I had to go up anyway, didn't have time to go to the bathroom and so I was just like in the middle of dancing, Gaga was just like talking about how she's hot like Mexico and I was just like, I was like, you know, like shaking my booty, really cute, whatever. And I bounce, do a flip, land in a lunge, and it was then that I laid my first egg. And I always thought puberty would be different, but what came out was literally just like a mummified wad or cocoon out of which no butterfly would ever emerge. Um, the best part was finding it later, uh, except it was a good thing I didn't actually find it. Uh, my coach did, woo! 
but is this you girls are so disgusting. I realize it is flu season, but how dare you just leave a shit everywhere. And I was like, what do you get, bitch, for only telling me I can eat salad? Uh-oh. Ha-ha-ha. <laughs> um, anyway, that's pretty much my story, and that's pretty much what that was. I think the, the biggest reason I want to talk about this is just because, like, so many young women just, like, experience bullshit with their crotches it's just like anything like periods like incontinence whatever and then it makes them not want to do it anymore and that sucks and i didn't want to do it anymore and i was really discouraged and embarrassed but it's like this happens to everybody uh, like literally all of this happens to everybody some doctors are so useless too i told my doctor and he was just like i don't think he obviously he's like i don't think you're peeing all the way what are you talking like might just be like not peeing all the way. I'm like, am I just waiting for Walmart to bust down the doors to give me a drug test? Why would I not be peeing all the way, dude? Good lord. It wasn't all bad though because a lot of us in gymnastics figured out early on that if we squeezed our legs a certain way that we would orgasm without touching ourselves. Um, so that was good. And in the true Christmas spirit, I would just want to leave you guys with this. Um, every girl down in Whoville the tall and the small, will eventually discover the wonders, oh, the wonders of their clitoris call. So that's just what the, little, the little nugget of this story that I'd like you to leave with. And thank you for listening to me. And thank you. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Mary Santora. If you guys want, you can follow me on Instagram at Mary Santora Comedy or Twitter Mary underscore Santora. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. The live show is produced by myself, Lucia Whalen, and Elise Fernandez, and the theme song is from Natalie Grace Alford. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.